the city of angels is black and gold. You are listening to the Heart of LAFC podcast. And now, Joseph Zacker. Greetings, Los Angeles. Welcome to episode 214 of the Heart of LAFC podcast. Yes, that time has arrived way too early, but we are actually wrapping things up this season. Uh, boys fell short in Colorado. Some of us were there. Some of us were crying. Not going to lie. That was a, a hard one. Uh, but we move along. You know, that's that's what we do. We move forward. Uh, there's always next season is the mindset. And, you know, there is no such thing as an off season in the world of football. So uh, that being said, we're definitely going to break things down. Talk about the microcosm of a season breaking down in one game because that is what happened. Um, talk about some other crazy stuff going on in this week because there's been a couple gut punches for all of us uh, in the lead up. Uh, and get into this mix without a doubt. But before I can do that, I definitely need to introduce my boys. Uh, Bam is back. Tony is back. Bam, how are you doing tonight? Yeah, just so much to talk about. That is the ultimate, yeah, do I have to? Yeah, we have to. Um, do, but you're okay? You're surviving? Yeah. Got a late start at work tonight, so I'm here for the whole episode. Of course, working full-time again, which is a good thing. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah. Normal. Over and ready. <laughs> who, <laughs> let's be honest, who isn't, right? We always like to run around and do our things, and, and, and football is life, right? We know exactly, it. Exactly. We live it. Yeah. So uh, everything else is just details. Football is what matters. Yes. Got it. Uh, Tony, how are you doing, man? Look at. There you go. Sorry. There you go. Frustrated with everybody under the sea at the moment. We'll get into it later, but frustrated with the team. Um, even with the outcome, frustrated with everything that needed to be done, didn't happen. Just a lot of frustration. But again, season's over. We move forward and we build upon that. Without a doubt, there are things to build on. And we'll talk about that today. It's not all doom and gloom. That is, you know, it's been a revelation for multiple players, for things we've seen. There are good things to take from this season. There are. And we'll we'll, we'll touch on it. That's for sure. Um, before we get into the game, though, because I know you're like, I don't want to avoid it. No, we're not going to avoid it. We're going to go at it. But before I get into it, I do want to give a shout out to uh, Bennett Rosenthal. Uh, for those of you who were at the game, you know why. Uh, but ultimately, Bennett did go to the game with his wife. Uh, they were completely awesome. Came down and hung out with us in uh, <laughs> our Colorado version of the North End um, and proceeded to buy beer for the entire section. That's right the entire section he came down said hey joe hey guys and i someone knew they was gonna come down and say hello and do his thing but basically came down said hi said come on down anybody that wanted it could get it if you were in black and gold and he basically bought beer for the entire section so i just want to give him a, an amazing shout out as one of those lucky few that was at the game um for that for that act of kindness you know uh beyond thankful man so thank you bennett for doing that uh that was a highlight of the day, uh, no doubt, because then came the game. Uh, lineups, you know, basically for LAFC, I think it was as predictable as you could get. Blackman was in goal. 
You have Murillo, Mbake, Ibiaga as your center backs. Uh, you had Kim out on the right wing back, Edwards left wing back. At least that's what it's listing. Uh, Palacios and Blessing and Cifuentes in the mid. Uh, Arango and Rodriguez uh, doing what they do best up top. So that is what we went with. Not that it lasted very long, but that's what we were going for. So it was pretty predictable. We kind of expected it to look kind of like that. I didn't think there was going to be much difference to it unless certain players were healthy. I, I know our brother Caesar over at Sinfiltro, he, he bet me a, a minor bet that, that uh, Vela would be getting the start. Obviously, I won that. Not celebrating, but I won that. Uh, so to be continued on to where that bet's heading. You guys are going to crack up when it's all said and done. So uh, there is that. Lineup for Colorado, though, was much better than I think we all predicted. Uh, Bam, what did they throw out there, man? So they decided to throw this at us. I want to get it up. There we go. So Wooston, Trusty, <laughs> um, Lewis, Rubinho, Kay, Acosta, Price, Yarrow, Warner, and our good buddy, Betashaw. Yeah, as you see, it's Mark Anthony uh, Soccer Club, because uh, honestly, we're in his head. He was in our heads, let's be honest, uh, trying to figure out how that was all going to work out on the day. Same with Beta, you know, uh, having having some alums in the lineup against us and tasked with basically ending our season. Uh, yeah, you couldn't ignore it. I mean, the big story would be, of course, uh, Rubio, Lewis, and Acosta being fully healthy and ready to go. Uh, Price wearing the armband, doing what he does best. I mean, honestly, you couldn't get much, much better. I think what they had one or the, one guy really missing, and that was about it. And that was by choice, correct? So you could, you know, Barrios and Shinyashiki could be in the lineup. I mean, that, that's really what they had. So they came at us in full because they had history to make. You know, as much as we talk about our guys getting in the playoffs, for Colorado, they've been around since 96. Yes, they've won an MLS Cup. But you know what they haven't done? They've never been top in their division. Ever. So they had something to play for. And they had some history that they were chasing. Uh, add in, and we didn't really touch on it enough, but add in that they've only lost one, they only lost one game at home all year. And that was the first game of the season for them against Austin. Uh, you were entering a fortress. You know, so that that is the reality of it is you were coming in. The mission was going to be difficult uh, and you had to get a result. That's simple. That's simple. And even that wouldn't be guaranteed. And we mentioned that in the episode before. And so it goes. Uh, Tony, break down how this match kind of went along, man. Like didn't take long. Again, we live and die by the first 20 minutes. It's literally, it's the curse of pretty much 2020 to 2021, I guess, is the best way to just sum up the season. Mm-hmm. We we did pull out some some nice, um, we got out there really well, but it wasn't enough. It was not until like the 17th goal, goal, goal by Rapids. Um, it was a very Blackman... The best way to say is Blackwood missed the save, but then again, Murillo slid and got a tap on it, but not strong enough where it was just he kind of guided it to the Rapids player. Uh, by the way, I'm not mentioning any Rapids player unless it's K or Betty Shore at this point because it's like we're going to keep 
repeating this consistently as you all know throughout the whole game but um they pull up at pretty much 17.10 and um didn't start to the way we needed to especially since at the at the moment we were getting the uh the records that we need to get for the other the uh the playoff uh implications mm-hmm. for the other games at the moment so 17th minute it was just a breakdown yeah you know letting it go easy again at that time we had possession we had control it was what we needed it to be in the game and then just yeah honestly i felt everything was cheap right it just it seems always to fall cheap uh they get this goal we don't look right of course we're still pushing we're still making it happen uh just not going where it needs to to go we respond quickly though 24th minute chance to get back into it tony what happens on that play one of our two of two of the bright stars um and one one more dimmer than the other but b-rod honestly showed up for this game as much as he hasn't been showing up all season he showed up he took on the took on the the Colorado defense and midfield with ease, was able to break through it and find Chicho. But unfortunately, Chicho, he's just been running out of gas. Like, you know what I mean? He he just, at that point, he just, he had the opening, slotted it in, but um, it, he hit it with his back heel and it just hit the post. And you can tell the frustration totally, he had after it. He totally mishit it. Um, little hesitation, but he mishit it. Uh, that is the definition of a choke. He choked in a big moment, you know, big moment for us. If we score that goal, if we score that goal, a new game and we have momentum, this would not have been the scoreline. If that one goes in, that is a given. It, it, it changes everything because you know what the big change was by missing that goal. Bob then forced his hand and made a substitution that I still regret him doing, but he did it. Takes out Ibiaga, who anchors our defense, right? Tends to keep things kind of still. He wasn't messing up in this game, let's be honest. Um, brings in Vela, 31st minute. Of course, what happens right after that, though? Not much longer. What happens, Tony? Uh, off a rebound, off a corner kick, another set piece. Again, weakness. I feel like this, this game is the the accumulation of the whole season mm-hmm. uh, off the, off the corner kick, we kind of clear it and off the rebound, they just find another Colorado represents and he just slots it in, gets it through Blackman and everybody else, even though we had a good, uh, a nice little wall to get through it. But at the end up to zero at the end or of down, the day, sorry, please. sorry, down to zero <laughs> at the end of the day, this goes on the goalkeeper. If you make a commitment to come out to the ball, you better make contact. Unless his gloves are made of cabbage, I do not know why the ball did what it did and why he thought that was going to be good enough, but he just slaps it down. Easy finish. Tries to recover himself. He's not positioned at this point, and and it's easy. Uh, Again, the first two goals were microcosm. Wingback weakness, not contesting the way you should. Oh, yeah. And a weak corner, a dead ball. Yeah, those uh, hits us again. So again, it's showing the same mistakes we've made all year. And yeah, here we go again. Uh, Moving on forward, uh, 39th minute. 
this one i thought for sure like we were standing everyone was thought this that's it that he's got it you know uh but 39th minute k almost scores on the back post again pretty much uncontested uh should have finished it let's be real he should have put that one away uh but we got lucky and survived get to half lots of anger let's be honest at what we're seeing uh bam your impressions of the first half sir we had our chances we were throwing everything at them but we just got sloppy at times and when we got sloppy they capitalized plain and simple the amount of times that i had to delete a tweet and then retweet it because i got a goal happened somewhere during the um the final day was ridiculous yeah it's bad it was just bad I, I again everything that's killed us this year killed us in this one game i've never seen anything like it and they should have had four in the first half not that they were outplaying it it's just we were giving up easy opportunities we were surrendering that's what was happening in this game uh impressions of vela in the first half bam i would have brought him on when he, we did i just think to begin with he was a bit slow that's just how i saw it i felt we were faster once again and then things got more methodical not that the passing was bad just that the pace wasn't there that was my impression uh, nice to have him in the game. Great. Good. Awesome. We're used to being high tempo now, and that's not a high tempo game anymore. It's just not. It's not. Uh, and then the guy that came out, Ibiaga, was that a wise move to take out a trusted center back in this moment? To me, yes. It was more we needed to start throwing more forward. And the only way to do that is take off a defender. Personally, I would have brought on Angelina. I think he's been quicker and a lot better. If you're going to make a sub early, not fella. For early subs. Here's my, my, my take of takes. I will never be for a first half substitution. That tells me the year game plan was, was not right. That tells me that you didn't get the job done, that you fielded the wrong side to begin with because you didn't read the other guys the right way. That's what it shows to me. First half substitutions are an aberration, and to get them twice in a month, it's telling to me and very frustrating. It's just something you don't do. You know, it's just one of those unwritten rules, right? Like to need to do that tells me that you weren't ready for this game. You weren't prepared. Your side wasn't prepared. There should be anger there. It's earned. Yeah. So let's move to the second half. Uh, we keep going. <laughs> 52nd minute, it's not long. Tony, what happens next? Off of um, our defense just like played around with it too much in the back. Like we've done this again whole season. We just have too much confidence in the back to like we played too much. Um, they recover it. And again, another goal by the Rapids. And literally just at, at this point, um, uh, at this point, like me, like we we had our halftime break in 
me and Bam had the conversation where we were, as you saw, I was drinking because I needed something to ease the pain. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. It, it's unless some miracle happens where we pull a uh, Real Salt Lake and get lucky. Um, it didn't look good at the moment because it's we're down threes and nil and it's it's that's a hard that's a hard ass especially from this team who our highest goal like this season is three i believe at the moment that's what we do three when we win we get three that seems to be a trend so down down three at this point time's a ticking in that house where they don't lose it would make sense to feel hopeless it would at this stage 3252 did not. A lot of anger. But we just got louder. People looking at us like we're crazy. Some people apparently calling us out because of our passion. And we'll talk about that a little bit later. Because that's going to, you're not going to like what I have to say. Um, but we gave our all because we expect them to give their all. And if they're not going to do their jobs damn straight, we're going to do our jobs. And so we gave it. We're there to inspire. That's what we do. We support. That's called support. So we do our thing. Game keeps going. What a shock. Three minutes later, they respond, which was always funny, right? A close one right after. Uh, we get a response from Chicho, right? Yeah, we do. We um, uh, It was a very chaotic in the goal box, but Chicho found a way to get the goal in and we 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 uh it was the right opportunity for him to do it but like almost a little too little too late maybe as you can see next moving forward with the game but it's something we need from him consistently but that's a bright spot moving forward into next season yeah it's there he 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 can fight in the trenches at times that's for sure he can grind we need that um, I give him credit. You know, we did get one back here. Finally, finally. Uh, but of course, it doesn't take so much longer. What happens next? 62nd, 63rd minute. It, it was literally a, it was who was faster at the in the day and who wanted it more because it was off. It was literally a pretty much a toss it to the R opposite end and see who can get to it first. And Rapids, unfortunately, got there first and was able to just yeah. slot it in and down four one or down, down three goals now. yeah pretty much yeah three goals again it seemed to always drop back to three goals three goals three goals uh so here we go again again our guys don't give up though you know we give up the cheapies we we keep surrendering goals but the offense again the the polar sides the polar opposites of our club offensively we generate defensively we surrender that's what we do and it was showing again 70 the minute Lo and behold, B-Rod scores again, right? Mm -hmm. uh, scramble, but he gets the job done. He gets stuck in, showing showing that what we want to see from him, right? The potential is playing out in these last few games. If that's the B-Rod that we're going to get next year, then we're fine with him staying along. If that's what he's going to do, what we saw in the last month of the season, we're good, right? Um, so he gets that goal. <sighs> You're thinking... Because hope is what it is that, well, maybe they're going to get nervous. Maybe we're going to find a way to do something here a little bit odd. We don't quite know what the scores are, but they're not looking that great for us far, far away. Uh, but you never know, right? This is football. 
Uh, doesn't take much longer, though. 79th minute, what happens? Off of literally an off-balance corner, if you, or off-balance cross, um, they find one of the Rapids players, like, literally with a person off him, like, literally falls as he's crossing it, finds one of their forwards, like, pretty much open and just slots it in, and it's just, at that point, that was the nail in the coffin because again back to back to or down again so i get it, it yeah. it's a it was a frustrating game overall and I get, but we'll, i'll wait for the segue in the final sections but we'll, we'll go for that we'll break it all down i mean realistically when it was all said and done it should have been eight to four <laughs> That's how silly this game was. Uh, they should have had eight. I mean, really, they should have. They had open chances to get three more. The clear cut should have been done. Uh, they should have had eight. We should have had about four. Uh, weird, but that that's how open this game turned out to be. Uh, microcosm of the season. Wingbacks, not good enough. Centerbacks turning balls over. Goalkeeper, I, I don't know what the hell he's doing. Um, really, that's not professional uh strikers missing when they when they need critical moments midfield getting bossed at times outfit you know physical play getting beat on those plays why well we know in the mids because they're shorthanded but everywhere that you needed to get better and that you've been complaining about all year every one of those resulted in a goal against in this game microcosm of a season in 90 minutes so what you know takeaway was well we got what we deserved in this one let's be real uh, yeah, they got the job done. They won the West at the last possible second because of other results playing their playing their way out. Uh, we learned the difficult way that no matter what we did on the day, we were out. Uh, even a win wouldn't have been enough because of RSL pulling out a a squeaker, right? Uh, yeah. Now apparently, apparently uh, the refs are under microscope for that, but they got the benefit and made their way through. Um, funny thing is, and I'll just, I have to say it. We weren't alone in missing the playoffs because those talking smack for the last two weeks about how bad we were, uh, guess who's joining us in the, in the losers lounge. That's right. Well, thing is it's new for us and they, they come in often. So <laughs> for the last five seasons, is that, is that what I'm seeing? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Uh, let's hope that's not the case for us. But there it is. We're in we're in a space we shouldn't be in. We don't belong there, right? Shouldn't have happened. But we're there, and we'll talk about moments of why. Um, reactions, bam. I think you just said it all. We just weren't good enough on the day. Like that being said, though, the silver lining you can find is if we did win, we wouldn't have made it anyway. It was just plain simple. Yes, you can sit there and blame the way we played this game, but we should blame the way we played halfway through the season. Dropping points there. That is what cost us, not this final game. Yeah, 100%. The way that B-Rod's played, the way that Mamadou Falls play, the way that Arango's play, I see them keeping keep them all. Keep B-Rod next year. If he plays how he's been playing last month, he's going to be a superstar. <laughs> right? 
the, the, the chance generation that he's been giving up in this last month, right? Just chances created is insane. He's holding the ball so well now. The only thing that drives me crazy, though, is sometimes he wants it too long, right? He still has those moments, like kid moments, we'll call them, where he just wants to take the next guy. And it's like, dude, uh, up here, you need to work up here. You're good skill-wise, but between the years, man, we've got some things to learn. Uh, but he's showing it. He stepped up when we needed him to step up. I think that's where I'm at. It took a long time for me to see him do this, but he did it. Uh, he has stepped up. He was leading when he needed to lead. One of the few. Orongo's leading when he needs to lead. If we didn't have fall in the back lane, how bad would our other games been? Eight, you know, young kid, but he's the only guy that's showing consistency. Like, it's it's bizarre, right? But he did what he did. So those are the good takeaways, right? Um, Tony, your impressions? It, like I said, it was a blessing and a curse for this game because we technically should have been out of the playoff hunt long before this. If you listen to our past, our past podcasts, we were saying the, the Carson game was going to be the make it or break it. And somehow we, we kept life because of results on the other side. So we shouldn't have been in the situation where the final day, we weren't even supposed to be in here. We should have been already eliminated. So it was a blessing. It was like hope. There was hope, and we needed to get our stuff done. And, of course, as we said last podcast, that Vancouver game was the death because it put all the marbles to beat Colorado in in pretty much a fortress. They haven't lost in 14 games. And as a, as a supporter, I'm going to root for my team no matter what. Even when we were losing, I was still going on. Of course, I will still show of, I will still show like my emotions where I'm like disappointed, where I was like, I can't believe this happened. But I'm not. I'm. I'm never gonna stop singing. I'm never gonna stop chanting. I'm never gonna stop doing anything for my team. And exactly, that's what happened. Mm-hmm. the The video that you're gonna, what we're gonna call that, got called out was at the House of Football, where at the end of the day, we weren't cheering because we were losing we were cheering to celebrate another season that we got to watch and it was for us not them at that point i mean it is for us because last year we didn't get this opportunity right we finished the season shoulder to shoulder after a pandemic that we're still suffering from but somehow we're together again Mm mm-hmm so you don't think I'm going to sing with my brothers when I get a chance? I'm going to sing. Right? It's what we do. It's who we are. It's in our souls. That's what we are. We're supporters. So anyway, that calls that out just doesn't get it. End of the day. They don't understand. They don't know the culture. Or they don't respect the culture. And I think that's the bigger picture. They don't respect the culture. And the hours that we put in. And the late nights. The TIFO sessions. All that stuff. They don't get it. And you know what? I don't expect them to. It's, you know, it's a lack of respect. That's fine. You want to point at us? That's cool. Whatever. Again, it carries no weight. So that's where I'm sitting on that. Carries no weight. Uh, Before we get into more stuff, because we'll talk about players, movement, all that. uh, Let's definitely give it to our fam that made it on. We don't have a big crew tonight, and I think it's a lot of it's because of the pain we've been in, right? Yeah. Um, But... uh, the brave few are here. 
So uh, shout out to Mark for jumping in today. Mark, welcome on board, sir. Uh, Hooligan Ox is in the house. Uh, Hooligan Ox says he's frustrated he didn't get those Sambas today. I didn't get them. Tony, did you get them? No, I don't I don't know anybody that got the Sambas Hooligan Ox. Honestly, it seems like it's all a joke. So um what I will say is if it's a low a low release like that, honestly, I don't think we're doing much of a service promoting it, right? Because it's just gonna frustrate us. And today it's a second gut punch. Without a doubt. After losing and having that happen again, yeah, forget it. It's not bringing joy to my heart, that's for sure. Uh yeah. <laughs> CBFS 15, no one got the summons. Yeah, honestly, I don't know anybody that got any. I'm looking around, not a single person. So where'd they go, right? <laughs> some Maybe some influencer boxes. I, I don't know. Um, Oscar the Coyote. I agree with Bam. There had to be more focus on the entire season and how the team played instead of just the final games. Yeah, I think that's hope, right? You want the get-out-of-jail-free card. You want that Hollywood ending. That bad as it was, Seal will still make it through. As if we were going to do more than one game in the playoffs, right? Right? We, we're not being realistic with ourselves. Uh, that's the passion. That's the heart talking more than the head. That's for sure. Uh, Oscar, I agree with Tony as well. We had to support because this is our team. No matter what happens, we have to be there. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, that's what we do. <laughs> You know, we've lost some friends this year. You think we're not going to shout to the rafters for them? We lost a lot of friends this year. So uh, to come off the way some people do, they're just, yeah, it's heartless. What can you say? Uh, Hooligan Ox. Only friends and family. Yeah, friends. terms like friends and family and shoulder to shoulder didn't apply today. That's for certain. That's for certain. <laughs> that I think, yeah. Uh, Team Bonilla on. Here we go. Now that the season is over, this is the worst part. Waiting till the next season. It's painful. Yes. But it's short. It's very short. So it's February. We're going back in February because of the funky World Cup. So, yeah. The bought and paid for World Cup made this a short off season. Thank goodness. Uh, also, I will say this about the off season. It's kind of like Christmas, right? We have a need to spend. New bodies are coming. Uh, that's the fun part of it. Here comes the silly season. Who are we going to get? Who are we going to get? So I always have fun with that. Then you got the draft. I know we don't get much out of the draft anymore, but it's still a draft. It's still going to happen. You're going to get. And actually, there has been some decent guys we got from the draft. So that can happen. Uh, but yes, there's all kinds of stuff we're going to talk about right now that could happen. So. It might feel like it's a long off season, but I think we're in for a bit of a uh, novella of an off season, right, Bam? We are, but it's not that long for me because my local league's about to start up. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so there we go. I guess I'll be watching some A League now that I have, you know, Thanksgiving break, not traveling to uh, a playoff game. <laughs> Clearly, I'll be watching some other stuff. <sighs> Sorry, Tony. I just broke Tony's heart. <laughs> uh, Hooligan says, yep, we support through the good and the bad. No doubt. Exactly. You know what? Even though we lost and I was in Denver and had to witness that firsthand, as a supporter, there's no place I'd rather be. 
you stand and fight, you take it to the end. If you die on the field, you die on the field. But at least you were out there fighting for it. That's what we do. Uh, Team Bonilla, LAC till death. Exactly. And then Edgar Corral, welcome, sir. Says season starts early. Yeah, early next year. So February start. Oh, I hope we don't have to go to the East Coast that first month. That's going to be chilly. But uh, there it is. There it is. Uh, all right. And, ooh, Edgar Corral, who's not getting protected in the expansion draft? Dude, good take, man. Uh, definitely something we're going to cover before the expansion draft actually happens because we're not going away till next season, guys. We'll take a little break because, honestly, we need to breathe. Uh, short, though. Um, definitely going to enjoy a holiday before we get back into it. But uh, before the draft, we'll definitely be back to make that happen. Uh, so we can talk about who's coming, who's going. And trust me, there might be some moves pretty soon, too. Uh, and we'll definitely need to jump on and talk. And, of course, we, IG is something new that we're doing. The boys did it this weekend. I kind of let you guys down by not being available for it because, obviously, I was somewhere. Uh, <laughs> right. Cry, crying in my uh, – <laughs> yeah, crying in my thoughts. Um, yeah. So – we will definitely come back and talk about draft, but Corral, you, Mr. Corral, you are correct. Uh, we will have to talk about it because we got to skip the last expansion draft, which means that we're at risk for this one. You're like, what? Yeah, that's right. We got we got out of the last one. We didn't lose anybody, so this time we're we're eligible to lose. Uh, who against in the supporter mode again? Fight, fight, fight for LAFC. That is true. Mark Lopez. Complete for yeah, completely forgot about the expansion draft. I know, I know. Is this St. Lou that we're getting this time? I know Charlotte, Charlotte, Charlotte. Right? Yeah, St. Lou after that. So yeah. I just saw St. Louis like fans just added into our show, like was listening in. So I was like, oh, okay. They have a cool logo, by the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, there we go. Expansion draft. We'll talk about that. We'll definitely get into that in the next few episodes. This one, though, I think is just surviving and figuring out what the heck we're up to. Uh, the big questions, of course, is, is this going to be the end of an era? Let's not broach about it. Let's get right into the mix. Uh, Bob and the rumors about Bob. Uh, the rumors this week from AS, who's been pretty reliable, to be honest, uh, talked about Bob moving on to TFC to coach his son. No shock there. I think I was talking about this with, with the Sinfiltro boys in Colorado about, about this exact rumor before it was a rumor, just joking about it. And I think I've said it a few times. We've, we've mentioned on the show that what if Bob goes and finishes his career with, with, with his son? The rumor, of course, on our end was what if he sends his son here? And we're like, oh, no, 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 no. Um, but that was something that was that was bandied about even last season. Is, oh, we're going to get that guy? Like... But now, you know, the rumor is Bob's going the other way. Look, he is a free agent, free to do whatever he feels. There are no extensions. There's no options. He's free. He is not stuck with us. There is no deal to take him away from us. He is away from us as of, what, December? I guess when all contracts end. So he's ours till December, but he's free to negotiate wherever he wants to go. The way, you know, they're saying, oh, well, the sources are killing it. I guess TFC denied it. It's too early to say something, which it is. Again, they're under contract till December, so they're never going to say it anyway. Uh, The reason why I think it might have smoke, right? There might be something to it. Bob's what, 63, right? 63, I believe. Uh, His coaching career isn't going to be forever. 
even more important, his son's playing career definitely isn't going to be forever. He's maybe got two seasons left in him, maybe one. Maybe that would be my reason why Bob would jump. Um, and there's grandkids involved. So to me, if I'm in Bob's shoes and I can go rebuild a team, which he loves to do, let's be real, uh, I get to coach my son again. Oh, and I get to be with the family, extended family. Why wouldn't I? In your heart of hearts, we, why wouldn't you? Okay. Uh, unless, you know, he's that driven to get us in the right place, which we could be in a rebuilding year too. So you got to wonder if there's something more to it. Uh, not saying it is, not saying it isn't. It is still Rumorville, but I could see it. I think that's where my head's at. Bam, you think that makes a little sense? It does completely. Look, he's our first ever hedge coach. He'll always be a part of our history. Yes, this year wasn't that great. A lot of Bob out calls, but there was a lot of other people out calls this year. Yeah. If he goes, he goes. I wish him all the best. And I can see why he would go there. It makes sense. It just does. Tony. It it oh, again, it goes back to with with Guzman, it's like, well, wouldn't he want to play with his best friend? Wouldn't he want to coach his son, see his extended family? His, uh, I think Michael has a son, a kid, right? Yeah. If I remember, right? yeah, exactly. Yeah. Be with his grandchildren. Like, who wouldn't want to do that? And then, of course, being in uh in Canada, it also gives you an opportunity to be part of another competition that you aren't allowed to be it because you're in the United States. Yeah. A Canadian cup CCL can still make it to CCL mm -hmm. uh, as a Canadian representative. There's more to it. That's for sure. Um, in a system that in a program that would allow him to sculpt as he wishes, just like he did when he started here. So we'll see what happens with that. If Bob stays, I mean, we could throw that up to you guys as well. Should Bob stay, Bam? Even even in that, should we be offering a contract extension to him? No, I th think time's run its course. Ready for a rebuild? Okay. Rebuild with a new coach. There it is, Tony. Again, this is us speculating. Unless there's something in the woodwork in, in uh, LAFC that we don't know where Bob stays and it makes sense for him to stay, then keep him. But in the trajectory that we're going, um, thank you for your time. We will enjoy every moment through the good and the bad, but uh, I wouldn't resign him if there's something not something not that we don't see. Got it. Uh, my take is I think the club still wants him back. I think. I think ultimately though um on a personal note i'm okay with a move at this point to do just do something new do something different try something different we've seen the bag of tricks and now we're doing first half substitutions which look desperate we're seeing weird moves um players completely out of position just stuff that doesn't doesn't sit well with me anymore um so for me i'm okay with it moving on to a new chapter but I'm okay with a lot of new chapter stuff. And then we'll talk about that too. Like I'm ready for a lot of change. So that's where my head is at right now. I'm okay with it. Um, if he leaves, 
good on him. If he stays, there's no honeymoon. That's for sure. Um, he gets a short leash. And if he ain't right, out. You know, I think that's, you know, gone now. You missed the playoffs. That's simple. So, um, yeah, uh, it looks like we got some comments here from some crew. I'm going to do it because it's Bob, and I think it's important to do it. Uh, moving up. MG, welcome to the show. He says, three out of four years in the playoffs, one supporter shield, but on a significant decline, though. So, right. I mean, what he's done. This is another thing that, that annoys me. To be disrespectful towards him is trash. Trash, okay? He's done a lot for this team. He sacrificed for this team, right, coming here. He had a lot of other options. He could have been in a lot of bigger places than here. Still, even after the Swansea thing, um, he had some decent options for more money. And he came here for the project, for doing to create moments for us to build an offensive-minded team, which he did, and it paid off dividends quickly. But everything's a cycle, and now we're on a downturn. This is what it is. We had a losing record. So naturally, changes occur. So good stuff, MG, bringing up the stuff. It's right. Uh, but to be disrespectful towards the man at this stage, it doesn't fly with me, man. It doesn't. I think it's jacked up. Show respect for what he's done. He's done nothing negative towards the club outside of the decisions maybe you don't agree with, but nothing of malice. He hasn't been lazy. He hasn't been one foot out the door. Show some respect. That's for sure. Uh, ooh, Alan Hernandez has an interesting one. I would like to see Tuca Ferretti with us. He didn't have a good season with Juarez. Tuca's not getting any younger either, is he? <laughs> he's, pretty, he's pretty long in the tooth. Uh, I would say if we get Tuca, I mean, you're going to have a clogged mid, right? He does like five out there. Um, it's going to be a very, I think more defense first. I think you'll need a different, a different mindset. Um, the high flying stuff, I don't think is going to be his focus with the team. I think it's back to basics. If we do get a guy like Tuca in the mix, not saying it's a bad thing. I'm not, um, back to basics is a good thing right now for this side. Uh, so that would be an interesting move. Uh, just, you know, at his age where he's at right now, would he want to make MLS? That would be a big question. Tony, you know, a little bit more. Uh, would you think he would make a move like that? Um, I don't see why not. Like I said, he's he's expressive moving to the MLS and trying it out. Before he went to Juarez, he wasn't like he's expressive going there. Um, it would make more sense for LAFC and him to connect just because it's more. <laughs> I I jokingly say all the time is we we're, we're literally a uh, Mexican national, a uh, Mexican or not a Mexican national, a Mex um. Liga MX team because we have more Colombians, <laughs> more uh, like so, so, uh, South African, uh, South Americans, like just more of that than uh, Americans or Canadians or anything like that. So it would make sense, and it the barrier wouldn't be as bad as if you would to bring an another coach from somewhere else. So uh, it, it would make sense, um, but again. We all know what happened in San Di in San Jose with uh, that project and what happened there. So we you never know which side of the coin we'll get. There it is. 
There it is. You know, it's sometimes with RCI, when it was working, it reminded me a bit of when Tijuana was making their runs. You know, um, that that high tempo stuff, the the fun side of the game, right? Um, those who know, they saw it, they get it. Uh, Jason Lemus jumps in. Good evening, gents, fans. Sometimes keep going back to what happened in 2019. The past is the past. These past two seasons have been a letdown, without a doubt. You know, what sucks is is our peak for our lineup when they were supposed to be the strongest got canceled out because of COVID. That was our peak year, and it got it got taken from us. There is no question it was. You saw what was performed on the team. They won the Supporters' Shield. It's the next stage, right? That's the year you're going to go do something. We're playing in CCL. We're getting results, and then all hell breaks loose. So, yeah, 2019 is ancient history. I think Jason's right in that. Respect what has happened, though. Um, but, yeah, it is definitely the past. Jason Lemus, no matter how much people hate and dislike Bob, uh, he needs as much as he could. And I know it's time for a new direction. I think, yeah, I think people are just tired, right? It's okay. Uh, Mark Lopez, we are fed up. If Bob stays and we aren't winning out of gate, it's going to get nasty. Why risk that energy shift amongst the supporters and fans and still have to replace him? Clean break now. I think it makes sense. It makes sense. Again, I don't think we're letting him go. I think he's going to leave. I still think the TFC, there's more to TFC than we think. Uh, <laughs> we don't have a choice. He's going. Uh, Louis V, if Bob leaves, who's the best candidate for the job? I'll just say not Almeida. <laughs> just throw it out there. Uh, not that guy. Yeah, bam. We can go get Dean Smith. He's about to get sacked from Aston Villa for Steven Gerrard. Oh, I thought you were talking about basketball. I was like, Dean Smith. I'm like, he he coaches he coaches North Carolina, not not soccer. Are we Ted Lassoing this? Oh Lord. <laughs> yes, we're gonna get a whole different sport just because you know we're so inspired by the audience that goes to our games that we're gonna copy. Um my only concern is that we get put in a Cincinnati situation where you bring in these guys that are not quite in touch with the vibe, right? And expect a certain level of professionalism and realize that they've got guys that they have to mold into professionals. Right? There's a different, there's differences to it. Um, could it be that way? Um, I have a funny feeling that somebody in Liga Mekis is gonna come our way, Louis. I just do. I just do. I I just looking around. Maybe somebody Argentinian. Maybe. Um just saying, I, I I would not be surprised if somebody came up from the Yamekis. That's my thought. Um, names, well, we'll see. We'll get into that later. If Bob goes, then we can talk about that. Until Bob's gone officially, I don't want to go too deep into it. There's some weeds that we don't need to, to clear quite yet. That's for sure. Uh, Louis V, Rome was not built overnight. No, but a winning team was at LAFC. And I think that's why our expectations are the way they are. Uh, MG, million-dollar question. Louis. It is a million-dollar question, for sure. Uh, MG, how different is our season with Segura this year? We're in the playoffs with Segura's here. That's the difference. I mean, break it down. Your spine was missing from this lineup. You didn't have a goalkeeper, any con sort of consistency in goal this year. None, okay? Central defensive mid, controlling mid. 
no health. That's why they got hurt in a key moment. So you're missing that from your core. Then we get into the striker position. And Bella, you know, like, so your most important roles, your impact roles are not there. Brian's gone. So you have a DP overseas for half the year. Another one gets loaned out right in the playoff run. All of your impact players were conflicted this year, not devoted to an entire season. What a hodgepodge. So Segura would have been huge. And honestly, do you think there's a few losses where I think if Segura plays, we don't lose. The game in Atlanta, to me, was one that stood out. If he's in that game, does that situation happen? And I don't think it does. That's your three points right there. Maybe you get a win against the Galaxy. There's your points right there. So I can look back to games and go, yeah, you know, I'm with you, MG. I think you think it would have got us into the playoffs, to be honest. Bam, are you in that on that note as well? I am. But then you can look at it the other way too. He's there. We don't get full. Fall doesn't get his moment, that's for sure. No. <laughs> it's one of these where it's like, yes, we needed him. Yes, it's bad he got hurt. But look at who we found because of it. Yeah, in the short term, it's painful. Long term, the payoff for fall next year is going to be massive. But you would, I would think that his quality would force him still in the lineup as Mario decided to go on a bit of a, a lot of screw-ups this year. Um, maybe he gets pressured out of the lineup anyway. And Fall gets his moment with Segura next to him, which is much more steady. <laughs> Segura with a steady defender next, or, you know, Fall-Segura combo could be something special going forward. Maybe that happened earlier this year. So, no, Segura is a talisman for us. If he's on, he's on. We're good. We're, ste- we're, we're steady back there. For sure. Good stuff, MG. Uh, let's see... Going back, going back, going back. <laughs> Jason, LSC needs to cut Jamal Blackman. They need to figure out the goalie situation. Cisnega or Romero. Or I'm going to jump in and say none. None. Why do I say that? I'm tired of this, this revolving carousel goalkeeper situation. Going from Miller from season one all the way through, it's always been that that elephant in the room as we don't have that guy. We bring we bring in Kenneth Vermeer on a discount because well he was good, yeah. But the stats suggested otherwise even before he got here. It's like going to Target and getting your goalkeepers out of that front bin when you first walk in the store, right? Ooh, that looks cool. Maybe that'll work out. Maybe that'll work out. Forget it. We need somebody legit. We need to spend some money. I'm I'm to the point where I'm like, dude, throw a DP into a goalkeeper and and teach the kids back there and keep them anchored, right? Keep the defense organized by having a proper goalkeeper that can lead from the back. Put money into it. I'm fine with that because it's not going to work. It's not working. That's my take. Bam, where are you at on this? Completely. We need to sort it out and go, this is it. This is who we're going with. Plain and simple. We need, we need somebody there, a veteran. I don't need a kid. I don't care about resale value. We need a vet. Simple. Over it. That, that's last game. There were two that, no. No, thank you. Tony? Keep one and get rid of two. 
that's about it. If 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 you if you want to make a case for whatever which one of the three is, just make one and just start and just start a new and let's say this is the keeper until until the season's over and then if it doesn't work out then let him go because Cisniegas had his opportunity. He's been hot and cold, same thing, and then Miller the same way. He's still the same way. Um, Romero still has promise, but again, he's still young, so we don't know what we'll get for them. Maybe send him to the lights. Blackman had one and a half good games. I'll give him a half, but last game showed his. Uh, he just made a lot of deer and headlight moves. Yeah, it is. It is what it is. So you look at who's left. Who do you keep? Tony Romero out of out of the yeah. whole bright side I think Romero's the the 95% we keep Cecilia has his opportunities he couldn't shine and unfortunately injuries do play a part into it but again the life of a goalkeeper is that one injury can let can get away from your job and Blackman's had many opportunities all over Europe and MLS was another stop and unfortunately didn't pan out the way it should have. There it is. I'm with Romero on this too. Uh, here's the deal. I don't see Romero as a liability. I don't. Is he an asset? Not yet. He's, he's a project. We'll say that. Uh, there's upside there. I know his potential. It's still there. He's not ready for the full-time starting role. I think he's proven that in this season. But there are moments I don't see him as a liability. Bam? Just had a quick look on transfer market. All three goalkeepers' contract ends this year. Only one has a club um, extension possible. Blackman. And who's the op- Who's the option? Blackman. Blackman. Okay. Start over. Start over, please. I, I'm okay with Romero. I really am. We we did spend some dough to get him, uh, and he's very, very young. He's still very young. So, yeah, let's do something. Good stuff, Jason, bringing that one up. That was on point, man. Uh, going forward, Hooligan my concern at times is we're just going to be a selling club and not a cup-winning club. All MLS teams ultimately are selling clubs, except for maybe, maybe Carson. Um, but they're all looking to make moves. That's just natural. It's just the timing of ours this year is horrible. Uh, right in the stretch run, you know, Rossi moving on. Not like he wasn't over it, though. I mean, he playing like he was over it. Um, yeah, but there it is. Louis V, we have to win cups for this player's value to go up. Yeah, you got to get a 10. Nobody's watching until the playoffs anyway. So when are they? Louis, you're on point, man. Tony. Technically, no. Because look at uh, Pepe from Dallas, and Dallas hasn't had a winning season in how long? Yeah, that's because of the national team, though. That I think that's because of the national team program. And then he was involved in a conversation for both Mexico and the U.S., so it became an international situation. Uh, I think that's where his comes up. It's a little, a little unique, but, dude, you know where our, our guys got noticed? It was CCL this last run. That's where they really got the eyes looking at him like, hmm, who are these dudes? Uh, even Palacios got some love for that one. Uh, so, yeah, you got to play in the bigger games. Good stuff, Louie. 
Jason, how much time does LAFC slash Vela have in, if they decide to come to a new deal? He is under contract until December. He's one of ours till December. At that point, they can option. With expansion, it might get we might have to protect a guy that's not under contract. That should be fun. Uh, or extend the man or renegotiate. We don't know. I would say that we're not gonna really know until December. Nobody's gonna touch him till then. He's gonna do his thing till then, and we can wait. So <laughs> until next time, right? I think is where we're at on that. Uh Villa's contract up in December. Yep. That's right. MG, but Bob was the problem. Segura, Twesta, Vela, Rossi sold. B-Rod half season. This is why I'm on the fence with Bob. Yeah. No, I mean, he, he was dealt a, a poor hand this year. There's no question he was dealt a poor hand. Was the process that he was using proper? Was his approach proper? To me, like the match against SKC at home where we got it ripped apart. Shows a poor preparation. Two games where you're making first half substitutions. The Dallas game, come on, man. It was not he wasn't ready. He wasn't ready. He didn't have his boys ready. That simple. Uh I just yeah, dealt a, dealt a bad hand, but then didn't do the most with what he had. Do you think Peter Vermees would have been making those mistakes? If he was our manager? No, he would have shut the games down and looked for a zero zero or a one nothing. Would have bored us to death, but got through it not stuck in a way. So he owns it. He owns it. He's the manager. Uh, Jason Lemus, LSC also needs to cut Sebastian Ibiaga. I don't think so. I don't think so. Um, honestly, our weakest guy in the D right now, the guy that keeps giving up really bad stuff has been Murillo. Uh, let's be, I know he does some silky cool stuff, right? And there's times where he looks great, but the, the, the flubs, the huge mistakes are just destruction for us, right? He has those. Hor- Ibiaga doesn't do that. Ibiaga kind of gives you this performance. He's a supporting center back. Like, he needs someone to lead next to him. He does. But if you have Segura, he's much more stable. He'll be fine. Bam, what's your take? I'm on the fence with him. He's not young. He'll be good to have that mindset of we need someone older head to calm them down. Should he be a starter every game? No. Mm-mm. Every second game? Yes. He's a good reserve. That's why we got him. We got him in a jam, right? With injuries and and... I think he was serviceable. I think that's where my head's at with him. Uh, moving to Ox. Truth be told, looks like we always end up falling short in some position. It's either we are in need of a goalie, defensive players, midfielders, or strikers. We always have that problem. Well, then you can look at John, right? <laughs> Mr. Thorrington brings the players in. I don't think it's a it's a deal with budget, with the ownership that we have. It's 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 choices. So... Budget's going to open up this year if the, if things are moving. That's for sure. That's for sure. Uh, Hooligan Ox, agree with Joseph. We need more veteran players out there. Surprised we didn't use Harvey in some of our matches when he could have helped. And he can actually hold it center, too. So he did have some utility. Uh, but, yeah, he didn't get his chances. That's, that's the age. 
it's the age. Uh, Jason Lemus, Tony makes me want to wear my U.S. jersey. I'm pumped for Friday. We're all pumped for Friday. By the way, shout out to Barra76 getting some love from the U.S. men's national team today. That was overdue. Uh, that was good <laughs> stuff. You saw it, right? They did a feature on him. It was awesome. It was awesome. Shout out to everybody putting the work in for them. Um, yeah, Tony, that that kit, I must say, is that an original, man? Oh, yes, it is. Um, did you my, get uh, that at Saturdays? Did no. You? I, no, 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 no. I've had this in my possession for since I was 98. So that was 10, maybe nine. My uncles got, gave it to me. It's the white one. Wanted the green one, but it's, uh, it's the white one. Still looks nice. I don't, I don't care. It's one of my favorite jerseys. Still the best Mexico jersey ever made. Still. It is. It just is. I love it. It looks amazing. It does. Prefer the green as well. But yeah, it's brilliant. Uh, Louis V on the bright side, Arango is worth three to six million now going up. Oh, value is good for Chicho. Uh, you're right, Louis. Value is real good for Chicho right now. He's looking really great. By the way, who di- who didn't just love seeing him wearing the Columbia colors today? Like in training, that looked refreshing. I was I was happy for him. That was awesome. That was super cool. Uh, no, there's only upside with Chicho, and he's he's I know he's moving into his prime, right? He's gonna be what 28 or 27, 28, right? I think. Um, so he's in his prime, like this 27, 26 okay, you're gonna be 27. Uh, these are the times, man. This is gonna be a great next year's gonna be great if you get him some some more supporting cast, uh, more career. I mean, the pace he was scoring, let's be real, was 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 nuts. So I'm looking forward to him next year. Ox, agree, Mario has been our biggest liability. Dude, so, and I'll say this again, we're in the playoffs if he doesn't do what he does. Atlanta, what was he doing there? Okay, Carson, game one, gave the game away. Look at the standings now, just those two games. Whatever he was doing against Kansas City that one day, I don't know, um, in Kansas City. Right, there's just there's so many games with him where it's like he just has these moments. So you can't tell me he wouldn't have had probably nine more points on our record if he hadn't done what he had done. So there's that. Espinosa, huge liability. Agreed. Agreed. This was an off off season for him. He's been good though, but this season, no, 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 no. He's had trouble. Uh, maybe he just needs his buddy next to him. He needs Segura next to him to feel more comfortable. Maybe that's something. We'll see. Mark says, Maria was less of a liability with Segura on. Agreed. Uh, seemed like he had our step, step out with Segura gone, and it didn't s- suit him. Want to see what he's like with Segura back. Yeah, so like Ibiaga, I think we're, we're learning that Maria is more of that supporting center back. He's not the guy to lead the charge. He's not. He needs somebody there to anchor things next to him. If he has that, then he's he's golden. Segura's that guy. He is the leader on the back line for us. When we get him back, just having him and fall, those three as your center box is going to be rather fascinating. Uh, we'll see what it turns into. But do I think Mario can can rebound? Yeah, I can. I can. But, man, it was a rough year with him for sure. <laughs> Hooligan Ox loving the Mexico jersey. Yep, yep. Jason Lemus, did you guys see Raheem Edwards coming back in 22? He won me over. Yes, at times he makes mistakes, but he goes all in. Ah, bam, you want to take that one? Give me one quick moment. All right. So there's no 
contract expiry date on him on foot and um, transfer market. I could see him staying. We need that player that will go hard and doesn't take a crap. Yeah. We need that type of player. We need a player that's not a captain, not a best player, but would go in and defend those players. You're doing cheap shots on him, he'll run through you. We need that player. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I'll say it. I was happy with what Edwards was doing towards the end of the season. He had found a role within the side. He was utility. He was never the best in any role he played. He wasn't. He was he was a utility knife, right? Not the strongest knife, not the strongest scissors, but it's in the kit. It's in the kit. Uh, but you're never going to outwork him, and that counts for something in these seasons like this. You need a guy that just puts in the hard work. And so he did that, and, and I tell these guys when I talk about players and support and not support and – Going negative. The only time I really want to go negative on a player is when it shows like he's got one foot out the door. Like, you know, using an all-star game to, to promote a sale for himself. Those kind of things. Okay? Showing that he's not completely invested. That's when I get mad. But Raheem's been invested. He's putting in the work. He can only do so much. Don't expect him to put in, you know, multi-million dollar performances when you're not paying him that kind of money. <laughs> Don't. This is what you get, uh, and he's doing his job. So off my soapbox on that one. Uh, Mark, <laughs> I hated Edwards less and less. Less hate, guys, less hate. Uh, he seems really raw, and he sharpens his skills. We can start to see some quality. I don't expect more. I don't, but I like what I see in the work rate. I don't. I'm not gonna. I'm not going to sugarcoat. Put up a fantasy, all of a sudden a new player is going to show up. He's been in the league for a little while now. We we know what he does. And when he does it well, we're in a good place. So, there we go. Tony, your impressions on Edwards this year? He's exactly what we needed. Um, we've been asking for someone uh, more of a enforcer. And like we always say, the enforcers are always the uh, meanest guys in the field, but the nicest guys off the field. And that's what Edwards was. So I would love to see him back because he puts people in check. And yes, of course, it's, it may look dumb. It may look like, what is he doing? What is it's, it's stuff? But he keeps people in check. And that's what we need. I'm happy with Plain him being simple. the best. Yeah. yeah. Like, as I said a couple of episodes ago, who would you rather get a yellow card for talking back to the ref? Edwards? Arango, Vela, Atuesta. Who would rather get the yellow cards and miss out on the game? Right. You can afford to have him as a pest and getting into it because if he gets a yellow card and gets a suspension, all is well. Keep going. It didn't tear our, our, our team apart. Good call, Bam. Good stuff. Uh, one more comment from Jason, then we're going to transition, I think. Uh, uh, two. Uh, Jason throws in. I see a Poku making an impact next season. I, I, he'll be healthy next season. I think he'll be healthy this month. Uh, that'll help for sure. 
and then Roberto Espinoza. Don't hate Edwards, but man, you can tell he's just filling a hole, and it's frustrating. But I appreciate his physicality. Again, thank you for your service, right? Your utility. He knows his role. He doesn't go beyond this role. I mean, a couple crazy runs this year. There was one that was really frustrating. But yeah. Uh, Carl says, hey, Carl uh, says, interview. Edwards said that he's a free agent. Mm, so we got to buy him if we want him. There it is. Mark Lopez, what's the future with our youth? Anything we should be looking out for in 2022? Um, I've got an update on that. Go, Bam. So two youth players are currently with the Mexico under 20. They had a game today. They both started in a nil-nil draw against Colombia. That was Torres and Leon. They should have they should have gotten minutes in this season with all the injuries we've had. Yeah. I I Torres just all of a sudden had this trajectory, scores a goal, and then we disappears for a year. I don't get it. I don't get it. Like, how could he not just get a few minutes? Like, I don't understand. He's starting um, for Mexico, yeah, you know, under twenties. Duh. Yeah, Tony, you're shaking your head. You throw in it. I'm just agreeing with you guys. It's like again, we don't know what's going on in the locker room. It's again, Bob's doing his decisions, and there's something that we're not seeing. So that's my two cents on that. Yeah. I mean, it, and I have heard there are some really promising young players moving up in our system. Uh, I'm talking to the parents of one of the center backs. Uh, ran into him at one of the breweries in Colorado and had a cool conversation with them. And dad was like seven feet tall and the kid's a center back, so I'm just saying. Um, and they were, you know, we had a good talk. So who knows? Who knows? Uh, I just, I have confidence in our academy. I know what our guys are up to. They all traveled up here uh, to Denver. Um, they got draw a draw out of Colorado, but we're still in first place uh, at the academy level right now. We have the top the top ranked side. Uh, I think Seattle's in second, Colorado's in third. So they're doing something right. I mean, they're getting their results. If you really look deep into results for kids, um, but I I anticipate we'll see some new faces next year too. And of course, the Vegas thing I don't think is going away yet. That's a good conversation to have too. Pretty sure we get that next year again. So there is minutes. Um, I want to know what's up with Mesmati. Is he going to come over? Right, that's one that I'm I'm wondering about. Uh, there's a few others in in Vegas that might might see some time next year. So, ah, the youth will be fine. Roberto talking about Apoku. Uh, let's see, Torres from Hooligan Ox and Leone. I love to see have seen Tony get something in this season. Yeah, what position does he play again? Right. I mean, he does anchor things, so it would have made sense of those being so shorthanded. But there it is. All right. So let's move on. We're going to get back into a wish list in a few minutes here. Uh, there was some news, right, Tony, from community. Did you want to bring up? Everybody already knows. It's, let's just get to it. Shoes, shoes, shoes. It's God, the uh, no one got the shoes. Unfortunately, I didn't get the shoes. I knew I wasn't get the shoes. That that app never is a is a is a is a is kind to me so we'll just say that but um they are we are getting the shoes that are being released on the 13th so this saturday yeah this weekend yeah, yeah this weekend so they're pretty cool like they're like the originals except they're the jersey that joseph has right now the away jersey 
Um, you can get them at WWS locations. Uh, I'll post it on Instagram. Nikki Sports as well will have some. And also Adidas, LACHQ, and also any Adidas retailers in LA. With Nikki's, they are also uh, doing the first 50 people on, if I remember the right address, I'll post it again, is 7th Street in Nikki's. They will be the first 50 customers who buy a shoe get a custom LAFC graffiti tagged um, skateboard uh, by an hmm. artist. So um, interesting. It. I, I, I made it for the Galaxy 2. I'll just say that right now. I went there. Sorry. Uh, uh, <laughs> sorry, Tony. I had to do it. <laughs> Frustrating. Uh, um, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so if you are looking to get a pair, it's like I said, it's a, it's, it's a Samba. It's not a offshoot or anything else. It's a Samba. They, it's a cool piece of history to have. Not many clubs get them. And it's, like I said, you saw with all of, of I think pretty much, I think D9U and of course our own uh, resident Adita head uh, from Sinfiltro, uh, Chico. It's a cool collection to have of like different Sambas from across the world. I love Sambas, man. I, I, I'm, a, I'm also a lover of Adidas. As you guys know, I always wear Adidas for the games. I always wear Adidas everywhere. It's kind of ridiculous with me too. Um, not willing to go as far as those boys do because they really go far with it. But I like me my Sambas. Uh, not going to lie. Uh, I was crying a little bit when I got the white screen of death today. Um, that wasn't cool. <laughs> Dude, it didn't even come for sale. Just white screen. <laughs> what a joke. I, I um, got in and it's size 4. I was like, nope. And you got in before the 5.30. Like you got in a few minutes before that. So how are they available yep. a few minutes before that? Just saying, something's up. Uh, lame, lame. It happens. But, I will say this. Yeah, I know. Uh, I think the Sambas, though, these new ones this weekend are super cool because, yes, they have this color, but they also have the training gear color of pink in there, too. Like, legit, they're look at the stripes. There's it's rosy, it's it's a little different. Oh. So, th there's an element there of both the training and and the away kit in these shoes it's really cool it's a really cool because it's kind of in between the two um i think it's it's a great look it's different i've never seen sambas look like that before uh so i'm 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 digging it i really am bam what do you think i want to try i doubt i'll get them but i'm gonna try <laughs> yeah it's gonna be tough but you know there's maybe someone we need to talk to off line just 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 maybe louis v uh, has a comment there about that so maybe a phone call needs to be made just saying just saying uh right right yeah uh, i might so, just put in a, a big big order with that person yeah definitely not just the shoes but some other stuff i need oh <laughs> if i only knew some people's sizes i'm just Put it out there, you know. If I knew everybody's sizes, I don't. I, not everybody's, but a few people's <laughs> sizes. Just, just saying. Just saying. We'll leave it at that. Uh, yeah, good stuff on the shoes. Bad stuff on the black ones. I wish they would have reversed it, though, and made it more sales for, you know, the community. Because we are about community. So I wish the community had, you know, a supply to purchase from for the community. Just going to say it. 
Um, I'm really annoyed by the low numbers of production. I think it's lame. Well, so there's it, my take. It only makes sense. Like, like I said, I do like the the ones that we are the whole community can get them. Of course, they are a cool shoe. Um, I like that colorway. It does really look. It really does pop on certain outfits because I do have shoes that are similar color to that. But of course, anybody who's anybody who doesn't want a full black shoe that you can wear anywhere, no one's gonna bat an eye what it is. So I, I understand the exclusivity. Um, for the people who got it, congratulations. Um, I hate you. We I, don't know I, you. I don't know <laughs> you. But it's congratulations. You, like I said, like the last ones came that came out, you have done a lot for the community, so you deserve well earned ones. Um, and I'll say that. There it is. I'm just sitting here daydreaming about shoes. Thank you guys. Um, yeah, I think I've got like seven different trainers from Adidas that are black. Like Germany, Orlando Pirates. I, I that's probably my number one go to is blacks, black Adidas, but that's me. So it would have been right down my wheelhouse. So there it is. Uh Fenerbahce updates. Boy, I messed that up. What's up with Rosie, man? Unfortunately, he was an unused sub in the last game, which is 2-2 draw at home to Kaiserpoor. Now, the next game, they're starting for international break. The next game is at 8 a.m. on the 21st. I hope you all get up and watch it because Fenerbahce away to Galatasaray. Ooh. Dang. You better get me. You want to see a game? That will be a game. 8 a.m. kickoff for you guys. That's prime time for for morning football. 8 a.m. We should be up for that. Dude, that's That's going to be great. Really? 3 a.m. for me, so I'll be watching it. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you work in the middle of the night, right? So you're kind of your world. At the moment, yeah. (laughs) There it is. So we wish nothing best for Rosie because, let's be honest, we need to sell the man. Um, if we don't, we're in trouble. All our dreams go away if we can't get Rossi sold. So uh, quite literally. So we need him to make a deal. All right, let's move on to the Black and Gold Vinyl Club Minute. And I just threw one out there. And you're like, we've probably done this one before, but why can't I? Why would I not do this? So I'm going with the Clash 1982 Combat Rock. I know we all we we all got this double album, the whole thing. Why? Well, the song stood out first with Should I Stay or Should I Go? And that's, of course, in regards to Vela and uh, <laughs> uh, Bob. So uh, that was that. And apparently some season ticket holders who were weak in the stomach. Um, I'll throw it out at you guys, too, losers. Um, canceling your tickets over one losing season. Get out of here. Um, yeah. So Should I Stay or Should I Go? Uh, know Your Rights is on there, too. Rock the Casbah as well. So that is our choice. I just thought it was fitting in <laughs> combat rock. Yeah. It feels like combat right now. I ain't going to lie. Uh, seeing our team get taken down like this. But there it is. So on that note, we're going to move into the wish list of 2022. That is kind of going to be our final thing. And then final listener reactions to close this episode out. So wish list. We've seen the problems. We've seen the pain. We've seen all this season of struggle Guys not being healthy. Well, what's the thing that can solve it all? In the world of football, transfers. 
signings. This is how it works. This is the game. Of course, things have to get sold to afford them, but we can all dream, right? So there it goes. I'd rather focus on next year. That's where my head's at. So, Tony, if I gave you an opportunity within reason because we have our budget constraints, Mm -hmm. what's the first or what are the first three moves you're doing? Throw three moves out at you. So, we would technically have two DP positions because I feel we keep Rodriguez and Chicha also stays. Maybe he takes one of those DP spots. Um, Honestly, I would get, I'm torn between either getting a midfielder or a defender, like a, like a good solid defender or midfielder for sure. More leaning towards the midfielder because we need some to lighten off the load for a Tuesta. And, and again, not saying that we don't have it in Duke because Duke is performing well, but to maybe we don't if bob does god does go then we don't we don't we don't we may be going for a 4-4 lineup who who knows for what we get there it is okay so some changes farther back in the lineup i guess the opoku thing i think got into our heads a little bit right now as well um because of course chicho and brian up top don't know what the lineup is because of the changes but definitely looking behind yeah tony um um just send it to uh just send it to our instagram uh mark uh just saw a comment for the community news just send it to our instagram and dm us and just send any drives that are going towards our stuff like that because i'm there's multiple things going on and of course instagram doesn't do what it needs to do so just dms those if you have anything for that um like he just said on on the chat is we'll stick as a note doing a toy drive so um I'll have some more information. I'll post on it too. So just DM us and I'll post for you guys and I'll even put it on the, the podcast. Nice. Good stuff, Mark. Thanks for the heads up on that. We'll definitely promote for sure. Bam, wish list, sir. I think we're right up front. I don't think we get any more strikers. I can see another midfielder. And defender. That's what we need. Midfield and defender. If you had one, if you had one DP, what would you spend it on? One DP, midfield. One DP spot. Yeah. I have a joke for you, for you, Bam. But then we wouldn't be the Raiders because the Raiders always spend all their money on receivers. If they're fast, oh. we have to get them. <laughs> <laughs> So if they can they, score yeah. and run fast, we have to get a striker. That's just we sign me. defenders. Why? Because they move the ball. Ugh, again, no. Defend. Defend. That should be your first thing. Um, all right. So you're, where, what's your position, Bam? Who are you going for? Going for midfield. Midfield. What kind of midfielder do you want? I'm going to go central midfield. Defensive, offensive, box to box, two way. Two way. Two way. All right. So you're talking about somebody like Alonzo, but younger. That yeah. type? Some guts. Yeah, I'm kind of that way. I'm looking for a guy that's a central midfielder that if he didn't have a career in football, he'd have a career in crime. Uh, that's what I'm looking for. 
is somebody where if there wasn't sports in his life, he'd probably have a record. Uh, why? Because we need some tough stuff out there. Uh, definitely good with the ball. So I want an angry guy. Uh, I think Atuesta might not be back this year. I'm in, a, I'm in a world where maybe he gets moved. We'll see. Probably midsummer where you're going to need somebody, right? He's not going to be for here forever. Let's be realistic. You got to make your money off the man when you can. Um, and he's coming off injuries, so I need someone else to go kick some ass. So that's my head. Two DPs. So we have say we get this this killer midfielder, and now you have a second DP spot available because Vela doesn't come back, which means you have what six million a year extra you can play with something like that, some crazy number. Um, so now you have a, a deep run. Who are you going to go for next? You've got your defensive midfielder, your holding mid, we'll say. What are you thinking? Tony, I'm gonna. He's waiting. Tony Best. All right. I was like, bam! If you got to go for it, go for it. You already done that. Right, go for it. You can go for it. Yeah. I'll go for left back. Ooh. Because I find we've never had a good left back. No, we've never had our, our backs are on the outside. Backs are weak. They always have been. But we can solve the right back situation pretty quick with Blackman. So, yeah. <laughs> All right. For a DP, though, would, do you think someone would spend DP money on a left back, though? No, not a DP, but we do need a left back. Yeah, I'd spend some dough, but not a DP for it. But I would, I'm, I'm with you, dude. We are, our back line needs a revamp. There's no question. Um, could you ever see a world where a DP gets spent on a goalkeeper? God, I hope not. Unless we're bringing... <laughs> I, I just don't see MLS doing... I don't MLS teams doing something like that, but... <laughs> Unless we bring... um, What's... I'm blank. Byron. <laughs> Kaylor <keeper>. Navas. <laughs> like Navas. Um, Giolini, um You name them. Yeah, exactly. Um, Anyone in their prime that's destroying it right now like that's the only dp money for a keeper i see right yeah, that'd be something insane um honestly i think if vela goes we bring in another offensive talent up top that's gonna be big money if it's two dps you're replacing midfield gets one finally not on a winger people um and right the first one second one though could be a winger could be a striker i don't know but it's gonna have to be something good um that's where that Funis Mori like rumor was like, I was kind of like, Ooh, cause with, with a better midfield, you know, with him getting some passes with B-Rod playing better, that would be a kind of guy that would be like, dang. Right. Okay. But then does Chicho move out wide? Like, does it, what's the story at that point? Um, the other thing is if we do get a second DP, does that money just go to Chicho? No, I think you could you could pay him higher based off of your other financial mechanisms, right, in this league. You could still give him a raise, but it doesn't have to be a DP contract. Right? Unless you go, you, you get him a contract, right? He gets an extension of some sort. Going to be what? The mechanisms. Um, and then you extend him to a DP as the season progresses, right? Because now he's proven it yet again. We put in a full year, then it comes another story. 
Yeah, I don't think you have to yet. Not yet. So we'll see. We'll see. Um, to me, the goalkeeping situation is is life or death for us. There's no point in building up a team if you can't hold it in the back. There's no point. You're wasting your time. We saw it with Miller. We've seen it already. There's no point in building up this amazing offensive weapon if it's a sieve back there. It's a waste. You're, you're, it's the elephant in the room. So you got to do something. So I'm with you guys, though. Midfield, up top, if Velo leaves, you got to do something about it. Um, don't have to, though, because if you're going to go with only two up top, then, you know, Opoku's in the mix. Moose is still around. You know, it's not life and death. Uh, but that midfield is definitely is. Um, cool. So that being said, uh, anybody else want to add to their wish list? Tony? Um, defender, left back, uh, bring back El Munir. I just, I feel like he You're would not actually. coming back. Nobody's I know, I know. coming back. Yeah. I know. I, I'd see, but that's just my wish list because I like the player. But um, left back for sure. Midfield, we need some stabilization. Keeper is always going to be a question. And um, f- like for a DP forward, if we're going to do it, I, I would say some some Mexican national team just to keep the the butts in the seats at the moment. And unfortunately, that's what we have to. But something like pulling. I am with you. I think we're pulling from Liga Mekis. Could even be for manager. I just have a feeling. I have a feeling. Uh, Roberto, I'm going to throw in the comments for everybody now that they've got their wish list too. Uh, midfield needs reinforcements from Roberto. Exactly. Hooligans throwing in the, I'd go with a veteran goalkeeper, defender, and midfielder. Down the spine, that's going to cost you money. But yes, we have the money if certain players leave. Is it possible to find someone who can match 2019 Vela who will come to MLS? I feel like we need to measure expectations for future DP. There's only one Vela, 2019 Vela. There's really, there's only one 2019 Vela. That was an aberration uh, because he never played like that before and he hasn't played like that since. That was a crazy year. Um, reality, right? So do you expect that from a player? No, I expect goals to distribute wider than that because you have others that can. Jason, on a side note, MLS schedule will be released later this year. I like next year format facing each conference opponent twice, not three times, and eight non-conference. Beautiful balance. Love it. Louis V throws in the Vela stays, to be honest. He wants a title with LAFC. He wants to leave a legacy, to be honest. Where does he have a chance to win a title? Unless he goes to the Amekis. Um, That's it. Nobody else in MLS, I don't think. I mean, they'd move for him, let's be real. But, you know, what would you give up or what do you get back if, if it's within the league? But that ain't happening because, um, again, free agent. If he's willing to take a pay cut, he comes back. If he's not willing to take a pay cut, he's gone. We're not paying him the same pay rate. No way. No yeah. way he's getting the same pay rate. He's got to take Not a for cut, someone that right? won't be starting every game. Yeah, he hasn't shown it, that's for sure, health-wise. And it sucks because you know his skill set. Um, the speed isn't there right now. We're all seeing it. It's not a not a surprise. Um, Tony, you think if he pays it, he, you think he'll take a pay cut? I hope he does. I don't see it in the future unless there's uh, longer years for 
keep for Giesman, but I don't see it. Like he's already tried to kind of sell himself to Europe and feel more marketable. So I don't, I don't buy it. He's weighing his options. That's for sure. MG keeping butts in the seats with Vela's return. It felt like we were Carlos Vela FC. So I know what you mean. I just, again, man, like in Colorado, just I felt bad because I, I do love Carlos Vela. I do. Uh, but he's not the same. There's a different role he has to play with his current skill set and the recovery point that he's in. Is the guy that ran through San Jose like it was Swiss cheese is not going to be back again. That's not coming back. No matter what we want to believe in our heart of hearts, that's not the Vela coming back. But the skill Vela is there, right? There's still a lot he can do. That kind of approach, probably not. But that firing off the crossbar, you know, that thing, he could have got one there, man. Um, that's there. That's not going away. So the role will change. And if he's willing to get paid a bit less because of that new role, then we're good. Then we're good. Uh, let's see. Anybody else want to throw stuff out there? I don't see any more comments at this time. You guys are awesome. Thank you for your comments. Uh, the reactions were on point. Well done, guys. Um, bam. Any any thoughts before we go to final thought? Anything you want to add into today's episode that we want to talk about? Um, one thing I'd like to see with the club, and it's just being personal because why not some more strains on the pitch <laughs> hey can any play goalkeeper yep yeah got yeah. matthew ryan I mean, who yeah. was at arsenal was at brighton kind of at real sociedad where's he at got now Lawrence thomas real sociedad okay that hasn't cost us okay yeah. Lawrence Thomas, who's in Finland. Okay. He, he's a backup for the national team. There it is. There it is. I'm for it. I'm for it. I'm good with it. His contract is held for the national next team. Year. Contract's next year. So that means somebody's going to sell him in the summer. Yeah. Right? June 30th, his contract ends. Oh, hey. Hey, there's one. All right. And again, I'm Antonio willing... will like him because his citizenship is Australian and Italy. Hey. Okay. Just because <laughs> the Italian thing is the thing is doesn't mean anything. Cause it's like, I should be asking for a, cause I am multicultural cause I am Spaniard, Portuguese, Italian, Mexican. So then where's my Portuguese player? Where's my <laughs> Spaniard player? So that that doesn't doesn't add up at much, right? So just sitting here, not holding my breath, <laughs> waiting for a German, and, and it didn't happen. Could have got Podolski, guys. Uh, no, uh, <laughs> didn't happen. But you know, uh, I'm down for it, man. I'm down for whoever can help us right now because we need help. <laughs> That's my head. That's for sure. Um, good, good stuff, Tony. Anything else you want to add in before we go our, to our final thoughts? It'll be in my final thoughts, so I'll just say it right. for that. I know you got something to say, so good stuff. Well, 
Again, everyone that jumped on today, thank you uh, for your contributions this entire season. Gosh, I hate calling this a wrap-up, but it kind of is. Uh, you guys are amazing. You've kept us going. That is for certain. Our solid 18 to 20 that we get each week has been brilliant. Uh, and then the following beyond that. Uh, thank you guys for the conversations, home and away, doing what you do best, showing the best side of LAFC culture. That's for sure. You are the lifeblood. That's for sure. So it's been good. It's been good. On the field, not so good. Off the field, freaking amazing from all you guys. So on that note, we're going to move into our final comment of the day. I think it's Bam's turn this time. So Bam, you lead the way, sir. Final comment of the day is I want to thank everyone for this season. All the fans, all the players, you guys as well, bringing me onto this show. I can't thank you enough for that. Give me access to the Twitter on the decision day. So I was spamming that out. Sorry for spamming everyone, but had to be done. I loved it, by the way. Fine. <laughs> You're fine. You're fine. Okay. You got you got called out by a Carson fan, which was hilarious to me, but that's that was a cherry on top for that. <laughs> I thought I'm like, nah, I'll be good. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Um, we'll save yeah. that for later. Yeah. <laughs> I know Tony's got a lot to, he's going to say, and mm-hmm. I'm not going to step on it, but I 100% support him with it all. I'm looking forward to see what we do over the next couple of months, both off the field. I'm looking forward to talking with you guys on social medias. Um, Catch up like this when we do have some big news breaking. Get on the Instagrams with big news breaking. We can do it. Yep. The only thing that I hope comes out next year, and I'm looking at the FO for this, international memberships. <laughs> Never goes away. Yep. Never goes away. I'll show you something. I'll show you something. I'll show you something if I can. I got my membership box for Melbourne Victory the other day. Now, with my membership, I don't get access to games because with my work schedule, I can't guarantee going to the games. What's up, YouTube? So we're unboxing today. He's unboxing. Oh, my Lord. Got a nice scuff. Oh, nice. An okay hat. I've got my gold membership pin. Dang. And there's some other stuff in there that gives you discounts at um, sponsors. Dude, that's beautiful. That's good. That's a fine membership gift. That's (laughs) what you get for your membership. Whether it's a full game, three game, or just what I do to the club. I agree. If I get something like that from LAFC, just for being a international membership where I can support the club somehow, all on it. On it, on it. For sure. For sure. Love it. Love it. Oh, man. Dude, I know. You were looking at the comments because we can actually see them still, guys. We're getting a good a good, a good, good one there. I've seen AACFC from Mark and then Bam saying we need a better deal package for season. No, he's not talking about season ticket holders. He's talking about... 
ownership memberships for play for fans abroad that aren't at the game and so it doesn't it's it's a membership not connected to a ticket it's a membership to being loyal to the club that's that's where yeah where he's at right there so that's common uh i guess technically i have a Bayern membership but it was free but there goes that um, but there's also stakes and shares you can get in these teams too. So that's like the legit one, which Bam got. Bam has a share in his side. Yes. So that's super cool. Ownership class. <laughs> Take a drink. Yeah. Uh, good stuff, Bam. No, I wish there would be international memberships. You've earned it. That's for sure. Just for time served. And Miles. There should be Miles involved too. So there we go. All right. Without further ado, Tony's got something to say. So, Tony, you got the floor, my friend. All right, before I start on the ramp, thank you, everyone, for listening, people who come onto the podcast when we go live, people who listen to us off on their date while they're cleaning, while they're working, while they're, thank you for, for bringing me on. Thank you for listening to my voice and evolving with me as we get this podcast evolving. Um, thank you for everyone on social media for pushing our, uh, Instagram posts, I, I see that you guys have been sharing a lot more, which I honestly, if one pe- person shares it, I'm excited for it. Um, for AFC, I'll, I'll go to a couple games, see if I can go. Um, I know a lot of the ladies in the supporterships, and they're good friends of mine, so I'll support them because they support us. <sighs> With that being said, um, so there has been a lot of confusion in the last couple days between this people turning on each other and everything and i want to clear this up and i want to also issue a challenge to every single one of you listening and you can pass this along and it's coming from me supporters versus fans and i mean this in the nicest way possible as a supporter, you support your team through the ups, through the downs, through anything. Yes, are we critical on our players? We are. But at the end of the day, it ends on the field, and that's about it. Because as they are human, we are human. We make mistakes. Fans, they are there. They support the team, but they are fans. They don't put in the work that we do we they're not they are there to be at the games cheer and then leave they're not at the tifos they're not at the making the offer and um helping with drives helping with other things around the city even if it's non-lafc so and we attack them and people feel that they need to be heard in voices and um, and and their voices need to be heard as well for fans. And that's totally understandable. And this is why our pod family has grown so much because there are a lot of different takes and a lot of different things. And I'm issuing also a challenge to all the other podcasts because I listen to all of you guys. I know I don't, I don't pop up. I don't do some, and I do sometimes pop up here and there. I issue to continue even during the off season to put out podcasts and I'm looking at Filtro. I'm looking at uh, voices. I'm looking at Somos. I'm looking 
heart, uh, shoulder to shoulder, everyone to keep continuing this because I want to keep expanding this. Now, my issue to fans is to, yes, you can be critical to the players, but don't attack them personally on their social medias because at the end of the day, they are humans and they have the right to block you as much as you have the right to block them and not listen to them because we we put players on pedestals but at the end of the day they're just like us it's just they're blessed with a different skill than we have so be kind to everybody be kind to our players be kind to everybody and yes people do make mistakes and we do have frustrations with a lot of different people but don't don't use it as a bandage armor that I got blocked by Mark Anthony K or I got blocked by Vela because of a comment I said and laugh about it because you're not showing support. You're showing ignorance. And as much as we give Carson a lot of stuff, the supporters in their section still support what they support and the people will go hard for them as well. Any supporter section in any MLS, anything they'll still go. And at the end of the day, Join the 3252 membership. It is a payment, but it goes towards a lot of stuff to help with the TFOs, to help with the stuff that's cool. The Even you get cool scars sometimes, you know what I mean? When they do come out and exclusive stuff that some people don't, but you also have to work for it. And again, join, there's a lot of social cl- uh, clubs in other things, like us, Black Army, Tia's and Northis, whatever, whatever fits you, help them out as well. Cause then you can grow your own community. And if you want, build your own community and bring it to, to the table and try to grow it the same way. And I just want us to be a, a, a good unit to work together and not stop attacking each other on everything because we all love this club. We all bleed for this club and will keep singing for this club and fans i know sometimes you feel the 3252 is just always like they're in the namesakes but we're not an exclusive group you're allowed to join us we're not going to push you away you can come some of us of course personalities don't mix sometimes but there are other people in it it's like you can probably click with and just come with us on longest ride and make this bigger. If you guys have anything to add, go for it. Um, it's open floor to Bam and to Joseph to add for more because I'll just keep rambling, rambling on. You, Tony, oh, have my full support. Go, Bam. You go. Yeah. Like, I've been a member of the Black Army since 2012. What I did, I was coming over for a month long trip from Australia. Disneyland, Vegas, San Francisco, all that. I had a choice between two soccer games to go to. It was a Galaxy versus Juventus or a Galaxy versus Chivas USA. There are two games I could go to. I decided to go to the Galaxy Chivas USA game. I reached out to the Black Army on Twitter. Hey, guys, I'm flying over. Can I come hang with you? Straight away. Yeah, man, come, come, come. I remember rocking up to Home Depot Center 
as it was called back then. Walking up straight away, one of the members from the Black Army saw me and went, hey, you're this train? Yep. His T-shirts, his shot glasses, here's your ticket. Don't worry about it. From day one, they brought me in. All supporter groups do that. Go to Christmas tree lane. Go hang out. Walk around. Talk to them. Everyone will talk to you. Yeah, we're not we're not here to, to edge people up. Uh, you you don't grow by division. That doesn't work. That's not how it plays. Um, the community is big. There are a lot of opinions. They are welcomed. Just keep it constructive. At the end of the day, you don't tear people down. Because what is your end game? If you go after a player, do you really think that's going to help them fight for your side? Do you really think that their heart is going to be 100% for black and gold if those same people are cutting them at the knees? Do you really think that's going to pay off? Do you just hoping they just disappear because you said something negative to them? That doesn't work that way either. So while they're with your team, it behooves you to support them and try to get them to be better at what they do, at their craft, as they improve. Many 18 to 23, right, kids getting into this thing. They need your support because they're developing as players. So to go negative on somebody and go personal on these guys, to accuse them of not trying, I love that one. To accuse them of, of not having a heart for it. This is what they've lived for their entire life, to be a professional footballer. They're in the moment. This is what they've dreamed for their whole life. You think they're going to dog it? This is what they got, man. This is it. And they know they can lose it in a heartbeat because it's MLS. It ain't secure. So to denigrate a person personally for their performance on the field is trash. And I'll say it just like that. It's trash. Now, if you want to complain about what they did on the field, performance, you pay your ticket, you put your time in, you wear your coat, you say what you got to say. But keep it as that, as about the performance, not the individual. I think that's the line that, that Tony's like with me is that's the line you'd never cross, especially as a supporter. That's sacrilege. You back them to the very end until they show that they're done. That's when you they lose it. Right. That's mm-hmm. the limit. Yeah, Tony. I was going to say, and that's and that's and that's what I want to say is also it's just like I'm a I'm a fan of America. I'm a fan of Roma. I'm a fan of Manchester United. I will never be a supporter. Because I will never be in the country of that of that team to do what is needed to be of me to become a supporter. I will support them, and but a supporter and support are two different things. And that's the only thing I, and that's the thing is that's and my friend who who like I I look up to him as my leader and. If y'all know who it is, y'all know who it is. I just won't drop his name because it's better that way. He he said it, and it, it opened me up to what I need, what needed to be said, and everything. So that's the difference: is a fan is there, shows up, says their two cents, but at the end of the day, goes home and lives their lives. A supporter is there from before the game starts till after the game starts before the season even starts, before the game even starts, doing what it needs to do to help support the team. 
There it is. Thank you, brother. On point as always. Which brings it to me and my final thought of the day. And again, I'll, I'll back what Tony says on this. Be a supporter. Live to the name. Be the 3252. You know who you are. You know how it gets done. You know what's expected, right? Keep it positive. Focus on the end game. We got to get better next year. We know this. They know this. The first guys to know this are the players. They know when they screw up. They know in an instant when they screw up. They do. It's not like they get away with it. They know, and they work on it, and they try their best to get better. Believe me on this. I know I know the mindset. It's there. You know, It's just guys have their limitations. Um, outside of that, I wanted to send my ultimate thanks to Gil from Cuervos. Uh, this year for the amazing work he's done helping to organize our TIFOs. I do believe this is our best TIFO season we've ever had. We've been here from the start, and honestly, the the creativity this year was on a whole nother level. So I wanted to give a shout-out to him, shout-out to Julio um, with with the ofrenda and all that, and and just, again, building the community because finally we have one again from all the separations. So just thank you for everyone involved in all of that to get us back to some sense of normalcy when at the end of the day, it's not normal, right? Uh, to at least give us a vacation for 90 minutes from that. Give us an afternoon to escape from that and be a community and feel whole once again. So thank you everyone involved with that. Uh, to those who listen to us, those who support us, will forever be, yeah, loyal to you for what you've done for us. You keep us going. Uh, to my family, first and foremost, putting up with the madness of me doing late night gigs with these boys. Um, again, I love you guys. Can't wait to go to Joshua Tree tomorrow with y'all and do our thing. Um, yeah, family, family. Uh, Bam and Tony, thank you for coming in clutch when things were looking not so not so good, right? Things were kind of breaking apart for the show. You came in clutch and put it back where it needed to be. To Ben, to Fresco, to Junior. To everybody that's been on this show this past year, it's been nuts, man. If you think about it from a year from now, mm-hmm. you know, Caesar, Christine, the, the the faces, right? Everyone coming through, man. Thank you guys for doing what you do and, and putting in the work when you were doing the work with us and putting in all those hours. It's beyond thankful. But uh, yeah, it's again, it's community and it showed it once again. So thank you guys for that. On that final say, there will be a lot of changes this next season. Expect it. So for those of you who have played for us for these years and are now leaving or coached for us for all these years, I thank you for your service to the club. You will always be part of our history. You will always be through and through black and gold. You bleed it. If you were from season one, we know it. Um, There's only a few left after this season. It's looking maybe two. So um, to those departing, thank you. Thank you for all that you do. And on that note, with tradition, it dictates, what do we do, boys? We call this one out. So, Bam, what is your final word of the day? Stay golden. Tony? Stay golden. And from me to you, Los Angeles, stay golden, L.A. listening to the heart of LAFC. Make sure to leave us a rating and review on iTunes or Stitcher. Shoulder to shoulder, the black and gold is taking over.